We have already heard an introductory podcast, a review of a Star Wars movie, a retrospective on 25 years of Star Trek Voyager. But wait, the worst is yet to come. citizens of the podcast world welcome to another episode of fez talks as you guys know already my name is fez and i'm your host today's episode we're talking about the classic batman television series of the 1960s with our heroes the dynamic duo the caped crusaders batman and robin let's get into it Batman's characters are based upon the characters created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. The series was created by William Dozier and developed by Lorenzo Semple Jr. It lasted three seasons and 120 episodes. The first episode, High Riddle Diddle, was released on January 12, 1966. And the final episode was released on March 14, 1968. With Minerva, Mayhem, and Millionaires. The show stars Adam West as Millionaire Bruce Wayne, also known as Batman the Caped Crusader, Burt Ward as His Youthful Ward Dick Grayson, also known as Robin the Boy Wonder, Alan Napier as Alfred the Butler, Neil Hamilton as Commissioner Gordon. Stafford Rep as Chief O'Hara, Madge Blake as Aunt Harriet, and in the third and final season, Yvonne Craig as Barbara Gordon, or as she's colloquially known as Batgirl. Before you trip over your cape, Batman, riddle me this. There are three men in a boat with four cigarettes, but no matches. How do they manage to smoke? Hmm? <laughs> the Riddler. So Batman has a very big and varied rogues gallery, and I thought I'd mention a couple of the recurring villains that we have and the actors who played them. Starting with the Riddler, played by Frank Gorshin in the first season, the third season, and the Batman movie, based on the show. And then John Aston in the second season. Cesar Romero as the Joker, who you may infamously know has makeup over his face and has a mustache under his makeup. The Penguin, Burgess Meredith. Professor McElroy slash King Tut, played by Victor Bruno. Dr. Art Shrevel, or Mr. Freeze, as he's commonly known, 
played by three actors, George Sanders in season one, Otto Preminger, and Eli Wallace in season two. Jervis Tetch, the Mad Hatter, played by David Wayne. Egghead, played by Vincent Price. Marsha, Queen of Diamonds, played by Carolyn Jones. And my personal favorite villain, slash villainess, Catwoman, played by Eartha Kitt in Season 3. Lee Merriweather in the Batman movie based on the show. And Julie Newmar in Seasons 1 and 2. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. You're ready to move us. As a kid of the 90s, my TV watching mainly consisted of after 5 o'clock Star Trek, but after getting off the bus, it was usually Batman the Animated Series, Power Rangers, and this amazing show that my dad used to love on TV land, Batman. I couldn't tell you the first episode I watched. I couldn't tell you exactly where, when, how, why I fell in love with this particular TV show. But I guess I just loved the colorful way that the stories went. And the fact that they were broken down into a 40 minute episode which was broken up into two parts which was kind of ingenious at the time in 66 when they created the show we got a first start with the dynamic duo themselves and Adam West was cast at least in my opinion in contradiction to how Batman was portrayed in the comics and somewhere out there on the interwebs, somebody has written something along those lines, more than likely. And, you know what? As much as I like a dark, brooding Batman, I love Adam West's portrayal of the role. He very famously guest-starred on The Big Bang Theory as himself, going to Sheldon's birthday party. And the boys in the car are having a discussion of which Batman is the best. And very pointedly, Adam West being the funny man that he he was, said, It should be me, Keaton, Kilmer, Lego, Bale, and that pretty boy, Cloney. Really? You're ahead of Bale? The man who personified the words, I'm Batman. <laughs> I never had to say I'm Batman. I showed up. People knew I was Batman. So when I think of Batman, live action, Adam West is who I think of. When I read the comic books, I hear the voice of Kevin Conroy as Batman from the animated series and the Arkham video games. When it comes to Robin, I don't think there's been a very good live-action iteration of Dick Grayson, who I personally think is the best Robin out of all the iterations of Robin, whether it be Damian Wayne, 
Tim Drake, Jason Todd, or even Stephanie Brown, even though he was in his 20s, Burt Ward was the quintessential Robin. That G shucks Batman. That, that teenager that we needed in that television show. Something I feel that has been sorely lacking in live action, in the movies, and sometimes even in the animated series. Even though we got a really, really good Robin origin story and Batman the Animated Series with the two-parter uh, Robin's Reckoning. Holy jailbreaks! Yes, sir! I'll pass that message on. Who was that, Robin? Commissioner Gordon, Batman! The tickler broke out again! And he's taken several prominent citizens as hostages. This looks like a job for the dynamic duo. So I'm going to start with a couple of my favorite episodes. And the first is the two-parter, High Diddle Riddle and Smack in the Middle. Where the synopsis of the two episodes are is... While the Riddler maneuvers Batman into being sued, the dynamic duo investigate the supervillain's current concurrent scheme. And it actually has one of my more favorite memorable lines of the show when Molly falls into the anti uh, the atomic pile for the Batmobile. Batman goes, "Poor deluded girl. If only she'd let me save her. What a way to go go." Then we have, again in the first season, Death in Slow Motion, The Riddler's False Notion. In the synopsis of that episode, the Riddler's back and pursuing a silent movie theme with his latest scheme. As the dynamic duo pursue the Riddler, they discover the true purpose behind his cinematic theme and the ultimate target. Sorry, I have to go back a little bit to the beginning of the first season with The Joker is Wild, Batman is Riled. The Joker decides to fight fire with fire against Batman with his own utility belt. And at the beginning of the first episode, we actually get the Joker playing baseball and how he escapes is a big spring-loaded projectile thingamabob after he throws his last pitch. This is actually a three-parter which I thought was really interesting. It has two villains in it. And the th episodes are The Zodiac Crimes, The Joker's Hard Times, and The Penguin Declines. Then we have That Darn Catwoman, Scat Darn Catwoman, which actually features Robin getting taken over by Catwoman and Pussycat, Catwoman's henchwoman. And finally, in my favorite episodes, we gotta go with Catwoman Goes to College, Batman Displays His Knowledge. Batman! Let's throw caution to the winds. I mean, after all, we are two adult human beings, and uh, we're both interested in the same thing. Happiness. I can give you more happiness than... Anyone in the world. How do you propose to do that? 
By being your partner in life? I mean, it's me and you against the world. Oh. What about Robin? Well, I have him killed, painlessly. Well, he is a bit of a boy with his holy this and holy that. Ah, that does it, Catwoman. I thought you had a modicum of decency, but I see that I erred in my judgment. So, with the 66 Batman, we get the Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, Riddler, Mr. Freeze, who hasn't yet become Victor Freeze as of the TV series. But in this show, they treat the Riddler as Batman's primary nemesis. Whereas the comic books, animated series, even some of the live-action movies and the video games treat the Joker as Batman's primary villain and the mirror of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. The one thing that I feel like is true throughout all of Batman, and that's the mystique of Catwoman. Brilliantly portrayed by Julie Newmar in the first two seasons, and again by Lee Merriweather in the Batman movie. I'm kind of iffy on Eartha Kitt in this third season, but as Adam West once said about Julie Newmar playing the Catwoman, she caused curious stirrings in his utility belt. Something that's echoed through all the iterations of Batman after the 66 series, whether it be in Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, or Anne Hathaway in The Dark Knight Rises, or even in the animated Batman series, you get a little bit of that sexiness, although dulled down for kids on afternoon television. And if I could go back to the Riddler for a second, the Riddler, yes, he throws out riddles to Batman and Robin during the series, but he actually acts more like the Joker with his maniacal laughing, especially the way Frank Gorshin portrays him in this show and in the movie. I don't know who he is behind that mask of his, but I do know when we need him. And we need him now. Overall, the 1966 Batman show gives us a lot of comedy, a lot of lighthearted moments, and teaches us a lot about life. Much like a lot of the more prominent Star Trek episodes of the era, whether it be A Private Little War or Devil in the Dark. The lasting impression of this show is just lighthearted fun, something that we as a society, whether it be here in the United States or across the globe, we've lost that fundamental sense of shows in a lot of television and movies you see nowadays where you're seeing the dystopian future or a pandemic which we're currently going through right now. And it's one of the reasons why I feel like a lot of the 1960s television shows that I watch, Batman, Star Trek, are 
today because of their optimism. Even shows from the 90s like Next Generation and Voyager Deep Space Nine and even that 70s show, which is a show about the 70s. Hopefully we can get back to it. Hopefully our next conversation, whether it be Batman the Animated Series, Batman's feature films, or again the 1966 show, will have somebody to debate the finer points of either characters, stories, even writing of the show. This has been another episode of Fez Talks. If you want to hear more podcasts on Batman, Star Trek, and other geeky things, keep tuned here at Fez Talks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and basically wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to interact with us, we have a Facebook page at Fez Talks, the podcast, Twitter at Fez Talks, Instagram at Fez Talks, or you can send us an email at feztalks at gmail.com. Once again, until next time, fellow crime fighters. Same bat time, same bat channel. But wait, the worst is yet to come. <laughs>